Hello everyone, and welcome to the Back on Tangent podcast. The only podcast that wouldn't introduce itself to- <laughs> Oh, sorry, I threw a shield. You th- <laughs> How rude. How rude to throw a shield at someone to introduce them- to introduce ourselves. This isn't a spoiler, it's in the trailers. Is it in the trailers? She's in the trailer, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that's that, okay. Also, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I yeah. mean, even if she's not, she will be in a week when they need more people to see this movie. Right, so they'll just be like, oh my god. Yeah, like like the, the, the three Spider-Men. Spoilers for Spider-Men, yeah. by the way. There were three Spider-Men. Spoilers for one of the biggest movies of all time, Spider-Man. Yeah, spoilers for a movie that almost everyone on the planet has seen. <laughs> I knew the secrets of before it came out. Yeah. 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 So yeah, well, this, is, we... this is this is the Back on Tangent podcast. We're we're here today mm-hmm. to talk about um, a certain um, a certain medical practitioner that's uh, how should we say a little bit Quite different. Is... He's peculiar. He is you know? peculiar, isn't he? Uh, atypical. Mm-hmm. Uh, a touch weird. queer. A touch queer. Uh, a few sandwiches short of a full picnic. <laughs> uh, you know, he might not be the sharpest knife in the drawer. Yeah, we're talking about Doctor Strange. Oh, I thought we were talking about Professor Weird. Oh, Professor Weird, yeah. Sorry, we're talking about Professor Weird. Wait, uh, no, hang on, no, hang yeah. on. It says in my notes, it says in my notes we're talking about ODDMD. <laughs> I was proud of that one. That is pretty Not the delivery like necessarily, that. but just the concept. Oh. Oh, uh, you know what? A plus. Good job, Al. Thank you. Yeah, I, we shouldn't have burnt all these at the start, I think, but... No, we could use them throughout. It's fine. But very true. Very true. It won't grate on anyone. Exactly. It won't be annoying or stupid or confusing. Yeah. But yeah, the new Doctor Strange movie came out, and uh, let's, let's just let's chat about it. We're going to talk about it, yeah. We're, um, yeah. we're going to go non-spoilers first, because that's the secret mm-hmm. to viewership. <laughs> uh, so this is a pretty spoiler... There's a lot of stuff about this movie that people have been talking about. Like, this feels like one of those movies where the spoilers might matter to some people, even though I think the things you could spoil about this movie don't really matter that much. We'll find yeah. those in the spoiler <laughs> section. Um, but people care about that kind of stuff because they're stupid, so... <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> they sure are. So, where would we so, like to dig into this, uh, this, the, this club sandwich? Yeah, do you mind if I kick it off? Do you mind if I just Go start? ahead. Yeah, alright. So, uh, Doctor Strange 2, the multiverse, in the multiverse of madness. He sure is, Or something. <laughs> uh, so I saw the first Doctor Strange, like, the Thursday night premiere when it came out. And oh. I do not remember it, like, at all. Like, I barely remember the movie. I didn't dislike it, it's just kind of... It's one of the lesser of the Marvel movies, I think. It's just not as memorable yeah. for me. And, you know, it's fun, it's enjoyable, it's you know, good for two hours, but I was, I, the main reason I was really excited for this, and it wasn't because of all of the, like, the cameos, it wasn't because of all the spoilery stuff that people are rumoring and everything, I was just really excited to see a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah. And, because I love Sam Raimi, he's one of my favorite directors, and he hasn't directed a movie since, like, 2012, since he made the, that Wizard of Oz prequel with James Franco. What a strange idea. It, have you seen it? No. <laughs> it's stranger than you think. Um, like, it's 
it's just a kind of weird, like, why did you make this with James Franco and Myla Kunis as the witch? It's very, very weird. But I was excited to see him direct something. You know, he's done stuff since. Like, he's, he was working on the uh, Evil Dead TV series for a bit. He produces stuff. Everything like that. But, like, a feature Sam Raimi movie. And I have to say, I was not disappointed at all. I really enjoyed this. I think this is one of my more enjoyed Marvel movies I've seen as of late. And I think this is a really good Sam Raimi film. I think this is probably Marvel's scariest movie, too. It's There's definitely some... that. <laughs> <laughs> There's some actually pretty creepy imagery in this. There and sure is. Good... I had a really good time with I this. I jumped a few times. Did you? Well, when they put those really obvious jump scares in. <laughs> <laughs> You know it's going to happen, but, like... <laughs> yeah. Because they've got to set these things up. Yeah, right, right. For there to be uh, any oh, payoff, like... but, like, you know. Still got me. Uh, I'm typing some spoiler stuff, so you go off. You All right. So. Um... <laughs> For me, so you, you seem to really enjoy this, and I'm sort of like yeah, I'm sort of a bit middling on it. Oh. Um. Did you did you enjoy the first Doctor Strange? What was your? I'm a bit middling on that too. I think it's just this whole oh. deal. I don't know. Um. <laughs> I'm done with weird men with weird goatees. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because it's been six years since that last movie. I know, yeah, and I have not been pining for it. <laughs> Yeah, like, but he's been in a bunch of the other Marvel movies since. Yeah. So it feels like we've gotten an entire Doctor Strange movie since then, kind of. It does. But he's just been a side character in a bunch of other Marvel projects. And I think you can, you can really tell that by the fact that like, um, the character of Doctor Strange hasn't languished in those in the in the in, in the interluding six years. Mm-hmm. But. Certain supporting characters of Doctor Strange, I'm like, oh yeah, this person. I forgot. Forgot who a few several people. of the people were. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. About Basically, everyone but Wong, because Wong was also yeah, in other people's movies. Wong. Yeah, like his girlfriend Christine, with played by Rachel McAdams. I forgot she existed. Yeah. Well, till about the, <laughs> like, till, till the what if episode of. Um... Yeah, until the what if episode. But even after that, I kind and, of forgot after that. And I, genu- I genuinely think that was very deliberately put in there because we had to have a reason to give a shit about yeah. Doctor Strange supporting characters again in the mm-hmm. in the near future. Because so they had to, otherwise, yeah. how would you even remember that Doctor Strange is supposed to have a, a love interest in some respects? Mm-hmm. You know, some... Yeah. yeah. Gotta have a Mary Jane figure, haven't you? Exactly, you have to. Gotta be done. Yeah, and I, I, I agree. Like, I forgot a lot of the kind of Doctor Strange mythos. I mean, I remember some of the, like the, the cool magic stuff. I'm like, who is this fella next to him? Like, there's a scene where he's talking to like I think yeah. it's an old friend of his from the first movie. I don't know who that is. Well, uh, I... that's Michael Straubberg who played. Um... Who was in Boardwalk Empire as uh, what's his name? See, you're naming a character <sighs> from another thing. You're not. I was gonna. Be, I was gonna be was... real smart-ass and like be like, "That's that guy who played this." Guy. 
but like but I also, genuinely can't. Arnold Rothstein. He played Arnold Rothstein in Boardwalk Empire, and he's very good. But um, that's great. I don't remember him in the first Doctor. Strange. It's it's not Stralberg either. It's it's Stolberg. Stol Stol Stolberg. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. he's he's um, Doctor Strange's like sort of rival doctor. Okay. Yeah, like he's he's a better doctor than this guy, and he let he let him know it a lot. Yeah, because you know he's a massive prick. Right, he's such a prick. Like there yeah. are points in this movie where I'm like, Doctor Strange, this is unnecessary. This is, um, like you are just being yeah. unfair to these. There people. are points in this movie too, <laughs> too where that happens. Yes, yeah. Where I felt like <laughs> oh, that. I meant we, that we will get into it. We will get into it. Yeah, yeah. But um, oh yes, definitely. yeah. But he's yes. So this this but, movie. Also, that scene that you're talking about, um, let's just say Doctor Strange is out and about in the normal world among us muggles, yeah. and um, with his Doctor Strange hair and goatee, he looks like a fucking anime protagonist. He stands out so much. <laughs> I, just everyone else is a normal a... person, and then just this guy with a big quiff and grey sides and like, and and a, and a pristinely it? cut. Prist- pristinely cut goatee and it's all jet black except for the deliberate grey streaks is that a real beard or is that like a prosthetic beard like you know like a fake it's hair. tough to say it's because like even it if seems it is too real thick thing, yeah like they have dyed that thing yeah. so jet black it's like they use the blackest black on his beard yeah he's, he's he's been using the regain on there you know right <laughs> as established in <laughs> spider-man no way though <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah, he looks kind of ridiculous. But yeah, that's, that's like, he that's looks okay. like a tin of boot polish, an open tin of boot polish. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> Grey but... around the sides, around the rim, <laughs> and jet black on the top. <laughs> and he, he's so bizarre, and I know that he's meant to look like that, like it would be a real departure from the comics if he didn't look like that. But it's yeah. just weird. Isn't it? Yeah, like when he's among he normal folk. Yeah, it's <laughs> not like a Bruce Banner or something. Like, ah, yeah, Banner can blend that. in. I think, and I think even see, an Iron Man didn't have this problem because even though he looks exactly the same, Iron Man is you know an eccentric rich person and was either only ever around other eccentric rich people or meant to stand out against normal people. Yeah, but I mean, I suppose he is as well. Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. But also, but it's like, not a fault with a... the movie or the character. It's yeah. just, it's just, just something us. I thought was interesting. Let's just talk about beards for a second. Yeah, let's just talk uh, about beards. How to get so? Who, mm. As two men who cannot grow beards, I speak for the both of us. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> we are both we are both <laughs> follically challenged. I think. God, the, I, the terminology. I tried. I. Did you try in lockdown? Oh, I tried multiple times. Lockdown. Yeah. You were so fine to look much. to look stupid, even in real life, even just outgoing yeah. outside. I I can look dumb whenever, don't worry. Yeah. About it. But I've tried, and it's all neck, man. I just get like gross neck beard. Oh, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not good. Natalie, Nat says she likes. Sorry, Galpal says she likes it. You don't want to break um, the uh, the immersion here. I don't want to break continuity. Just because she's yet, been in an episode now doesn't mean that like you get to go by yeah, first name basis. No, no, it's Galpal. Galpal, yeah. I, She's like, I like it. I'm like, oh, you, why? This is terrible. This isn't good. Mm. Fuck. So, um, I, yeah, I keep, anyway, I keep a light Strange. layer of stubble that I feel makes me look 
at least not 12. <laughs> but um, but I can still get a child's ticket on the bus, so who can, you know, that's who's to good. say that's working, you know? Yeah. I'm 24 anyways, years back... old. <laughs> anyways, back on tangent. Back on tangent. <laughs> to the Doctor Strange movie. Um, yeah, no, but I, I see I've written in your notes that the movie has the highest stakes of any MCU movie, but also the vibes of the lowest stakes. It really does, and we can't spoil why we... it has the highest stakes, but I feel like the title gives it away that the multiverse is sort of at stake here. Yeah, that's, do you that's mean that in bigger. a positive way? Because I, I, I think that's a positive of this film. See, you did say that in a positive way, and that struck me odd, because for me... Yeah. I... I don't know. I mean, it's made me think when you said that. Because, because I'm like, well, what did I actually want from this? Because, like, when I'm watching this, and I, I, I won't spoil kind of the... Because it's hard, because the main crux of this film, the main the plot thrust and villain... And, yeah, the thrust. The, the thrust. thrust. <laughs> you can stop saying thrust now. I will not. <laughs> thrust. Yeah. You can stop thrusting as you say it as well. Um, <laughs> it's difficult to talk about because it's kind of a spoiler, but I don't know. I kind of expected it going in, like what the actual plot was and kind of how it was going to go. I feel like some people do too, but I won't spoil that because it is supposed to be a bit of a surprise, even though I don't think it is. But it's a very personal plot on behalf of the villain. Like the, the end goal of the antagonist of this. Hmm. It's pretty personal, and I feel like it's a pretty it is, human yeah. thing. Like, you're like, at points, I'm like, yeah, no, I, I'm with you, actually. Yeah, just screw it. Like, who cares? Like, yeah, I'm fine with this. I'm mostly okay <laughs> with most of the things you've done thus far. Like, yeah. yeah. But, it's a real but Black like Panther said, situation, had... isn't it? It's like, well, you're yeah. right, <laughs> to be honest. You're I'd, correct. Like, if you weren't, <laughs> if you weren't uh, doing so many murders, I think they'd help you, to be honest. But even the murders, like, I'm like, well, you know, yeah, that's well, that to make, make an omelet. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. This is your villain what, what origin is, story. What is, what is this Sentinel movie. Prime, well, how, does this, how does Sentinel Prime say it? The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few? And I'm saying Sentinel Prime and not Spock, because I like him in Star Trek. <laughs> um, but but it, it's a pretty human tale, and, like, at times you're kind of on board with the villain. And even up until the end, I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of with them. Kind of with Even up until now, I'm mm. kind of like, yeah. But it, it has that feel like there's this implication of what could go wrong. That I yeah. think is, is scarier. And it's quite is, vague. Yeah. Which I think is good because at times I felt like, well, you don't know if that will happen. Like, it might yeah. just be fine. Like, we might be okay. Like, if you lose, it might be okay. And at points I thought maybe he will lose maybe the good guys will lose and the bad guy wins and things aren't as bad as they think they might be but then I was like what kind of ending is that like and everything is fine everyone bad guy wins it sure is you know yeah so that's what I thought at least I there's something about Doctor Strange stories that sort of I always I think you mean Doctor Weird very true Professor Weird sorry <laughs> um <laughs> There's something about his stories, you know, in comics or, or, or whatever, that always sort of unsettle me a little bit, because it's like, there's such an emphasis put on, like, 
reality is fragile and magic has a cost and you know and and things like that the, the sort of big sort of ramifications that that could really fuck with things and it seems like even if you win that's going to happen you know like and i think that sort of happens like i i think i think there's an element of that in this like there's sort of like a e- Damage has been done, you know? It feels like damage yeah. has been done, and I've, it's a lot like surgery, I think, to use a, a nice a nice medical analogy. Like There you go, Kyle. Perfect. Like, they still have to cut into you to get the tumor out and stuff like yeah. that. And you still, like, have to have, have to recover and whatever, and in some cases, you were never going to be the same after a certain after certain procedures, even if they go a hundred percent perfectly, mm-hmm. and the you know to the best of medical science can do today. You know, whatever, some some things will always leave you just different. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's just sort of what I get from Doctor Strange stories. They make me feel a little bit hopeless, a little bit like you know, well, fuck, you're fucked anyway, aren't you? <laughs> you know, you're never um, going to be right again. <laughs> That can knee's I, always going to be a little, a little, you know, a little off, isn't it? Like it's always going to hurt when it rains. So yeah, it's going to hurt when it rains or whatever. It's going to itch and stuff, and, and like you, you know, it might fall out from under you, and whatever. Sometimes fall you... out. Yeah, just yeah. you know, knees falling out. Yeah. Uh, can I just talk good. about how much I love Sam Raimi's directing in this real quick? You may. I I'm a big fan okay. of that. Ah, uh, oh god, it's so great. So he does. He pulls out so many of his little tricks and little things that he just loves to do in his movies. Like New York and brickwork. New York brickwork. That's this was so. This was so Spider Man, Spider Man Two, and Spider Man Three, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. You, you could just tell. You could just tell these were the same hands that crafted those mm. masterpieces. <laughs> those are masterpieces, especially Spider Man Three. Especially Spider Man Three. I like. I, I know people trash Spider Man Three. It's not as bad as people say. It. No, it's definitely True not. Off. It's better there are than, definitely weak points to it, but like, you know. It's better than most of the Spider-Man movies, I would argue. But, um, <laughs> I don't people get mad about that. But, so, he he does so many of his little horror tropes and little horror movie tricks that he loves so much. And mm-hmm. watching this, it is by far Marvel's scariest and weirdest and most violent movie, I think. Yeah. Like, there are... I'm surprised they got away with the PG-13 because there's like quick little shots in this where I'm like, there's a lot of blood. <laughs> it's not even just the blood too. There, there is a lot of blood, but like, there's a sequence with like, this isn't really a spoiler, but slight spoiler. Skip ahead like 30 seconds with like a burning body on the ground, and yeah. it's just like a burnt corpse. And you're like, even though you only see it for like maybe two seconds, I'm still like, how the fuck did there's you get away? A, yeah, there's a lot of quite graphic like quite brutal imagery in this like people get like, fucked people get yeah. not like sexually but not down sexual <laughs> style but um <laughs> Yo, but people get fucking mashed up you know yeah they're mashing but yeah they're really mashing uh, parts together like this this has i think marvel's most violent set piece in it, it does and, like moments and i was like how are you doing this how did Sam Raimi convince Kevin Feige? This is okay. Well, and, that, that was something I was going to ask you, actually. Do you uh, think they'd have let any other director do this? 
Like, exact same movie. And I know that's impossible for it to be the exact same movie, but a different person directed it. But, like, do you think if Scott Derrickson went to them and was like, this is what I want to do, all this shit, they go, no. My answer is half answer, half question. Because, and you mentioned Scott Derrickson, who was initially directing this movie and then left. He's still listed, I think, as, like, producer or executive producer or something like that. But... He wanted to do, apparently he wanted to do a scarier, more horror-related, horror, like a scarier movie in general. Hmm. How much scarier did he want to be? Because, like, this is pretty, as scary as you can be without it probably being just a horror movie set in the Marvel Universe. Hmm. But Marvel doesn't want to do that because, you know, they, they want a superhero mass appeal. They want to make more money. They want to make something that more people can enjoy. But, like, yeah. how much scarier did he want to be? Because well, already... With Sam Raimi aboard, I think they let him do it because a lot of his violence and a lot of his scary stuff is stylized in such a way where you can ignore it. Not ignore it, but it might not be scary to some viewers. It might just yeah. be seen as his style. It's maybe not like, like Tarantino-esque, is it? Yeah, yeah, no. I don't think it's like... But there's like a stylish way he films the horror and the way he films kind of the more scary sequences we're like hmm. okay well like is it horror or is it style and i feel like because sam raimi's able to toe that line he was able to get away with some of it hmm. so i have to wonder what scott derrickson had but i also think one of the reasons scott derrickson left is because he probably wanted to make a more just isolated movie away from yeah. Marvel Universe, which the first Doctor Strange kind of was, as most of the origin movies kind of tend to be. Yeah. But this movie is pretty jam-packed with Marvel history. Like, it requires, like, I'd say this is a PhD or a doctor. <laughs> oh, you might need a Marvel doctorate. <laughs> in MCU history, you kind of get mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that happened. Because it's pretty heavy in the mythos. It's a good job I've got my masters in the masters of evil. Ha 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 ha. Congrats. If you understood that joke, you smell. Uh, (laughs) 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 Put some deodorant on, please. Uh, (laughs) You're a big smelly nerd. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I I don't think necessarily Sam... The doctor... Starts again. I don't think necessarily... Scott Erickson looked at all this and went, I want to go darker and scarier than this. I think that Scott Erickson wants to maybe go a certain way, like, you know, less kind of MCU bound. I think yeah. he wanted to do, yeah. I, I think he wanted Nightmare to be the villain. That, I think yeah, that, that was what true. came out initially, I think, after the he did the first Doctor Strange. And, yeah. you know, maybe there was some pushback here and there or whatever. And Kevin Feige, as someone who has had like a close re- working relationship, I assume, to, to Sam Raimi, because he was a producer on, I think, all those Spider-Man movies. Uh-huh. Um, you know, some they got in contact at some point, and, and he was like, do you want to do it? Would you be up for doing it? And he was like, yeah, I'll do it. That actually, that sounds like a good idea. And he was like, shit, we yeah. can get Sam Raimi. So they, <laughs> they just got rid of Scott Derrickson. Yeah. And... I also, like, I feel like you can kind of notice the moments where they kind of, like, Sam Raimi just had his free reign to do whatever. Mm. Because even though there's one set piece in this that feels very, um, very Sam Raimi, very 
kind of horror or very violent. Mm-hmm. There's also quite a few moments where I'm like, Marvel set that up. Because it's kind of known that Marvel has the action set pieces already planned out for most of the movies. Yeah. And that the directors aren't really allowed to edit them all that much. And that's what the lady who, what was her name? Patty Jenkins said about Thor The Dark World. And that's what some of the other directors have said as well. And yeah. So that's why sometimes the, you know, the climactic fight can sometimes just feel like just lasers and flying CGI because yeah. it was planned in advance. I, I think it's I, what, what's interesting about that method though. Like, and there's, there's a great video by someone that explains this. <laughs> Shout out to someone. Shout out to someone because. Um, and in the video, Shang-Chi was an example of this. Um, that, like, the, the big CGI dragon fight at the end, you know, in the fight with the dead, that was all planned out in previous and stuff like that. But interestingly, the fight on the, the bus, which is mostly hand-to-hand stuff, is also, was also completely planned out in previous. And I'm like, the, the difference in those two, I, I'd have thought for sure... It was a director with a creative vision that brought that to the table. Yeah. And obviously, you know, a lot of it will come down to execution, and there's only so well you can execute a big fucking CGI dragon that no one cares about, and yeah. greyness and smoke and stuff like that, as opposed to an actual mostly physical martial arts fight in a cool uh, dynamic setting. Yeah. Like, th- there, there are different limitations there. And different mm-hmm. levels of enge- you know potential engagement in there, but it, it's wild to me that like most of these things are done in previs and and they they just end up so different. Yeah. Just just it and, really is hit and miss. But they, I bet they never miss, huh? I agree. No, they miss. And I, <laughs> <laughs> no, they they miss a lot of times. They they do. I do not remember the third act of it, but of what. The third act of Ant Man. Of Ant Man? Yeah, Ant Man. Ironically enough, that's one of the ones I do remember. And people were like, at the time, were like, that was Edgar Wright. There's no way that wasn't Edgar Wright's idea. <laughs> I'm using that as a, as a. Maybe that one is. I haven't seen it in years. I, I just don't remember the whole movie. <laughs> that's fair. The rest of it's quite forgettable. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just the rest of it is boring. Maybe I didn't watch the third act. I had no idea. I didn't finish Ant Man and the Lost. I turned that off after 30 minutes. Yeah, that one's forgettable. It, that one was just a lot of... They're in a van driving, and they're talking. Like, let's go to this place and sit down and talk. I'm like, what the fuck? You're in... Just talk here! Like... Yeah. Anyways, uh, back on tangent. Mm-hmm. But... And I, I feel like in this, you there are those moments where it's more Marvel-related, but it still has enough of a flair to it where it feels directed. Like, it doesn't feel produced. Yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like there's just, like, a factory out there making this and every part kind of fit together. Like, it feels like Sam Raimi was allowed to direct this. Yeah. It doesn't feel like some of the other Marvel movies where they're like, just get whoever, it doesn't really matter. Get the guy who made 500 Days of Summer, him. I don't know who that is. Oh, Matt Smart Grab, never mind. But <laughs> it, it, it feels like they actually, like, put a style and substance to it. And that's yeah. what I really enjoyed about it. It's like, it feels like there's a style here. And maybe I'm just gushing because it's just Sam Raimi, and I just like his directing style. Yeah. But I also enjoy the fact that so many Marvel movies just kind of feel bland. Like, I yeah. like Shang-Chi, but 
I also feel like anyone could have directed that. I feel like anyone could have directed Ant Man. I feel like anyone could have directed Or the Dark World. Yeah. Iron Man and anyone did. <laughs> anyone <laughs> did. I have no idea. Yeah, no, I know you mean so many of them are just like what? Like just you could have gotten anyone what, maybe. And like maybe <laughs> maybe you are right. Maybe there is a bias to Sam Raimi. Maybe it's that, you know, Sam Raimi does have, you know, compared to other people, quite an overt style. You know? Like, quite noticeable. Especially when paired with a, with a Danny Elfman score. Like... Oh, the score is great. You know, to someone to someone who grew up with, with his Spider-Man movies... Yeah. ...to then see this. Yeah. Maybe, especially... maybe that's a little too fucking... Um, easy to to identify and yeah. stuff but but I also think there's an element of but they, like, they let the him I... go further and they let him put more stamp on it than I think they would of anyone else and maybe it's because uh, other people's visual stamps are not as pronounced or maybe it is because he's Sam Raimi and he made two very good and profitable Spider-Man movies but like I've also like I love the first Iron Man I, I would argue it's probably the Standalone, it's the best Marvel movie ever made hmm. because it's it's pretty much a perfect movie from beginning to end. Like it, it completes itself and it's done. And yeah. also, it doesn't you don't need to watch ten years of other movies to enjoy. It's very it. true. Yeah. But it's a John Favreau movie, and even then, I'm like, you could have had anyone direct this. Like, ah, no, that's not. That's actually one of the ones where I feel like I know John Favreau's directing. I know his hmm. style, and I feel like I know this is a John Favreau movie. Like this feels like something. He's yeah. Saying. But like, I guess, I guess <laughs> Shane Black. Like yeah, he did Iron the Man third movie. one. Yeah. I barely, aside from the writing, I wouldn't know that's Shane Black. Yeah. Like, it, and I think when Black when there's a writing credit involved as well, like that that sort of that alters it. That does alter it. I mean, like, weed um, in with the first Avengers. Yeah. I think of another example. I'm like, this is a weed in movie, but mm. who the hell directed the first Thor movie? Kenneth Branagh. Oh, you're right. And that's not because I'm like, I know the stylings of Kenneth Branagh, Sir Kenneth Branagh, when I see them. <laughs> it's just because that's just a piece of trivia I know. <laughs> um, that's a lot of the non-spoilers, if I have to say. Um, it is. I really it? enjoyed it, though. Did I mention I about this... New York Brickwork? You did mention that. I did York mention brickwork. New York Brickwork. There was just something about that that made me go, yeah, this is... <laughs> This is Sam Raimi. I don't know why. This, uh, um, all the Spider-Man movies, the MCU ones, have brickwork in New York. They must uh, do, but for some reason it's just noticeable in this. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of other non-spoilers. Without talking about spoilers, it's kind of hard to talk about, but I got... That's pretty much all the non-spoilers. Stuff. We're going to be talking about spoilers. Yeah, and we're about 30 minutes in or something like that, so we, might, oh, we better we get go. bloody moving. Alright, spoilers. Let's do it. You've, you've been warned, right. everyone. You've been warned. We're now about to talk about the most important character in this We're about movie, to talk about Black Agar Baltica. Oh, <laughs> Were you going to say that too? No, I was going to say John Krasinski. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which one do you want to talk about first? Because everybody knows Professor X is in this because they spoiled that in the trailer. Yeah. There's two cameos that blew my mind. One was after the fact. One was during the movie. Which one do you want? Let's talk about John Krasinski first. Yeah, let's talk about John Krasinski. Okay. So, after several years and 
after many jokes on my end of joking that John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic has been confirmed for every single Marvel project mm-hmm. since starting with WandaVision. Starting with WandaVision, we finally have it happen in this movie. And he finally has this little moment with Wanda that I guess everybody... Oh, not just Wanda, but the Professor X cameo that everybody thought WandaVision would have as well. Hmm. But the most insane one I remember was Josh Kaczynski as Mr. Fantastic in WandaVision. I'm like, that's not happening. That is not happening in that show, and it never did, and I'm happy it did. And now that I've seen it in this show, it's all right. (laughs) You mean now that you've seen it in this movie? Yeah, I'm like, kind of fun. Like, that's enjoyable. Like, like, look at him go. Look at him be fantastic. I mean, look, he doesn't get a lot to do, obviously. He's just there. That's the problem. And then a different character says, he's the smartest person in the universe, or whatever. Yeah, and he mentions his wife. He mentions he has a wife and kids. Very good. And whatever, and then he gets turned into spaghetti. Um, <laughs> like, so here's a question though, and this extends the black bolt. Are they gonna keep him? Like, um, as Mister Fantastic for the rest of the movies? Well, is that what this movie? See, I don't think this does extend extend to Black Bolt because I don't think they're gonna put Black Bolt in the six one six universe. Oh God, no. No, 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 no. I think this extends to Professor X as a question, but I think, uh, and I hope, right. that in both cases the answer is no. <laughs> for different reasons. For di- for very different reasons, which we will now go through. I cannot understand through. why you have such an issue with this man as Mr. Fantastic. Okay. Like, it doesn't make sense. We talked man. about this in the WandaVision recaps, which started I, this, I this, this very podcast. Started it. <laughs> The reason I don't want John Krasinski to be Mr. Fantastic is that I don't think he's right for the role. And it's not that he's a bad he actor. Right it's role, not though. even that... You know, it's not that he doesn't have range or whatever. I just... Don't... I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And he has big, goofy ears. And I just... <laughs> I don't know. There's just... Because it's not Mr. Fantastic, it's John Krasinski. That's the thing. Well, yeah, they're actors. And I, I no, I, that's the thing. No, that that would be a good that would be a good response to make if I'd been like, that's not John Krasinski, that's Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. But it's the other way around. I don't look at him and go, that's Mr. Fantastic, that character that I'm familiar with from comics and such. I go, that's famous actor John Krasinski. And I understand that you probably that that's probably not fair because there are other big stars in the MCU. I mean, even the fucking protagonist of this movie is Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, who's like a weird guy. Who who was so independently famous before taking on this role that you know you you could call him like three different things and people would know what you were talking about. Three different characters that he played. I I understand it's not fair to John Krasinski, but. I've never seen him do anything that makes me think he could do a good read. And I, uh, I, I, and I, just, I don't know. Maybe it would take him... Even seeing him play Reed doesn't make me go, that's the right guy for Reed. Yeah. What more is it going to take to convince me? I don't know that I could be convinced of this. 
here's the thing, right? We barely see him in this movie as Reed, though. I like, know, I know. And you, you mentioned this in your notes. Like, there's a lot of cameos for cameo sakes in this, and I yeah. agree. None of these characters have to be these characters. No, no, not, no, a not a single one, one, except for the ones that are already pre-existing Doctor Strange characters, like Mordo and and um, and Christine. But like, I also think that we haven't really seen them be these characters because in this movie they're just the cameo. Like, you could have replaced them with anyone. Tom Cruise is Iron Man, and it would have yes. been really different. Which, which is, is one of my notes can't. also that I was going to get. Which, <laughs> I I'm going to make fun of you when you get to that note, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mock you relentlessly, but he's good. Like he's not a bad Reed Richards, and I think he has the range to pull it off. Like Look, here's the thing: I don't think they would just cast him as Reed Richards because the fans want them to, because they've never really done that. Well, like, I mean, they put two whole sp- other Spider-Men in the third Spider-Man simply because no, 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 we no, no, wanted no. to. No, 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 no. Sony, I think, wanted that. Marvel, I don't think, wanted. Oh. I think Sony wanted that. And I, I'm going to give him a pass because Sony's the money-chasing company that doesn't know what people want. Just will throw anything in a movie if they think it'll do Which well. is a very it's strange like, thing to say yeah. that of one company as opposed to Disney. <laughs> but, like, I don't think Marvel is really known for just celebrity casting for for the sake of getting people in. Like, they, they cast Chris Pratt as Star-Lord, who was, like, just the chubby dude on Parks and Rec. Wasn't like he already put, in shape by that point? Uh, or something like that. But he was Like he'd done Moneyball, I think. Yeah, I think so. But he was known for Parks and Rec. Yeah. Like he wasn't known for being the Moneyball guy. He was known for being the goofy dude in Parks and Rec. See, but that was like 2014, though. I know, but I'm trying to think of other examples. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like, say, when Benedict Cumberbatch to... was cast as Doctor Strange, I was like, I didn't think they'd do that. That was to me. That was a that was a John Krasinski as Reed Richards, where it was like I think he he'd been fan cast like a few years before relentlessly because he kind of right. looked like him. And does he? St- and like well, him. all right, okay, he doesn't not in real life, obviously, but like because he's like blonde in real life or some shit. But like in real life, he's like a weird, strange lizard. Alright, okay, he doesn't look like him because he looks like Kiff from Futurama and he's not the only person in this movie, by the way, that I'm going to compare to Kiff from Futurama. We'll get to it. We'll <laughs> it's not in it. the notes, but I'll get to it. <laughs> but, like... No, it just... He played Sherlock, who is, let's be honest, similar to Doctor Strange. And he'd done enough other stuff, probably, and shown that he was... A really talented yeah, actor okay, and stuff okay, like okay. that. That that you go, yeah, I think he could stretch to that. Also, he's British, which Doctor Strange should be. Why should he be British? What? What? You don't you don't agree with that? I mean, like, I don't care if he's British, but like, shoot, is he British in the comics? I don't remember this. Well, okay, he's not necessarily British in the comics, or well, maybe they don't say, and I or I don't know. He's from he's from the Bronx. He should have like a big like. But he doesn't, though, does he? <laughs> if you read a <laughs> Doctor Strange comic, if you read a Doctor Strange comic from like, um, I don't know, read The Oath or something like that. Like, read like something that wasn't made in the last ten years, I guess. <laughs> if you read like any Doctor Strange comic, and maybe this is 
maybe the blame of this lies with Spider-Man the Animated Series. I always picture him, I always hear his voice as having a British accent. Okay, maybe that's fair. but also Maybe like, it's the mustache. Maybe it's, I think it's the mustache. Because in the comics he doesn't necessarily have, or he didn't start out with at least, a fancy Iron Man goatee. He just had like a mustache. Although yeah. Iron Man probably started with one of those too. But okay, yeah, okay. so in, in Spider-Man the, the Animated no, I... Series, he's, uh, you know, unless this is a Mandela effect, he has a British accent and this moustache of a British gentleman, someone from Kingsman or whatever. And I go, yeah, that's what he sounds like then forever. And then Benedict Cumberbatch was cast and I was like, yeah, because he sounds like that too. Okay. And then he was American. Okay, okay, okay. Look, look, look. You're, you're right. His American accent does throw me off. It bothers me. But it, it bothers everyone. Even to, the, but, to this day. But back on tangent about John Kaczynski. Here's the thing. I don't think they would... I don't think Marvel, though, is in the neighborhood of celebrity casting, especially for big roles. Like, I do generally think they do just try to cast people they think are good for the role. Yeah. Because I can't think of a character or anyone they've miscast because I'm like, oh, they only put that guy in because he's famous. Even Benedict Cumberbatch. I still think he's good for the role. I still think most yeah. of the people they put in have been good. And I think John Zaginski is the same. I think, give him a movie. Give him his little Fantastic Four movie with Emily Blunt, because everyone wants that lady to us. This is, even though she has said, I will never do that, which is funny. Really? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't like those movies. I'm not doing that, which is hilarious to me. But her husband's like, oh, where are you going, honey? He's like, oh just filming a movie he's like oh what role did you get he's like it's a well you know like look i i know you don't like these movies necessarily but uh i i think the material's good here i mean i i think i'm gonna have to really stretch myself to um (laughs) to to really nail this character i think um (laughs) uh you know it's a movie i can really uh wrap myself around yeah yeah uh, really you know, I really have to twist and, and bend myself into into so many different shapes um, yeah, for this role. Fully pulled out. Yeah. For this one. Yeah. It really, it really spaghettified me. <laughs> it's a fantastic role, they might think. <laughs> but okay, but here's the thing. Even though let's, even if we disagree, that John can sees John. Jim from The Office is wrong for this role. Even let's say he's bad for it. I still find it funny that if you had taken him out of this movie, it probably would have been the same because he's pointless. Yeah. All the cameos are. Even Captain Carter, who I like. And she's, it's cool they got Haley Atwell to come back and say the I can do this mm-hmm. all day thing. That she looks good. Bit. She, oh, she looks great. Um, she, quick, she looks so buff. Like To, to the point where like and I know it's probably the suit and whatever it affects, but, like, I almost was like, did they get Chris Evans to, like, do this and then they CGI'd <laughs> her head on the top, on, on the top of it? Because, like, she's the same shape. Yeah. She's got the, like Chris Evans, she's got the shorter-to-waist ratio of the burrito. Like, she's got... <laughs> <laughs> like, she looks insane. Yeah, uh, I understand. Like, obviously, she probably didn't get like really cut for this role or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They but like, probably, like, it's probably the suit. But even still, yeah. she, she looked the part. She was great. 
but, but it, it, even she that, didn't, like, it didn't matter just... though, did it? It didn't matter that no. it was that Peggy was in this. It didn't matter that uh, Jim from the office was in this. It didn't matter that fucking Professor X was in this. It didn't even matter that our favourite superhero, yours and mine, Blackagar Baltagon. <laughs> oh, I forgot we were going to talk about him. Okay. Quick was like was in this Carter, movie. <laughs> Quick thing about Captain Carter. I've never liked her shield. Uh, this is just a thing I want to talk about. I it don't sh- like It shield. should be a whole Union Jack, shouldn't it? It, it shouldn't should just have be a rings. whole Union Jack. It, the rings make no sense. It's too busy. Yeah. It's got too much going on in that center. And yeah. none of, it's weird. Oh, big old Union Jack. Yeah. Throw the British like power it. at them. Mm-hmm. Colonialism. So, <laughs> colonialism. She threw oh, that yeah, into that's... the pit, but he's already handcuffed. <laughs> that's why we did We're getting back to this. The dump bit. I agree. That why did she introduce thing. herself like that? I mean, she didn't introduce herself, but she was like, I'm going to be on screen now. Maybe Bash. that's how they introduce... Maybe that's like the a sign of respect in their year. Maybe. Everything in this movie can be... In I'm glad movie. that Black Bolt doesn't see it the same way. That he doesn't go, like, hello, and fucking kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, Blackagar Boltagon, who I did not know until looking this up yesterday. It's played by the same guy from the Inhuman show. I knew the very second he appeared on the screen. I didn't realize that. I recognize Ensign Mount when, wherever he goes. <laughs> and it's not because I've seen him in anything and thought he's a really great actor. I do think he's a great actor. But I've, I've never seen him in anything that was good. But for some reason, I'm like, that guy's a terrific Black Bolt. Even though he was in a terrible show called The Inhumans. And Black Bolt, in my opinion, is a heavily flawed character. And The Inhumans make no fucking sense as protagonists. Yeah, I've never liked him. Also, I think it's I a shit idea. I'm sorry, Jack Kirby. It's a shit idea. I don't like it either. I agree. They make sense um, as a side character. They make sense as like a, as like someone the Fantastic Four meet and go, huh, for huh. one issue, and then it's and then they're gone. They shouldn't. They're not sympathetic characters. Also, like, I should have recognized him because he has the squarest head in all of Hollywood. Like he is just Got a great so jaw. square. Great jaw, but like. He's in this, and I'm like, holy crap. Like, Did it, you in- <laughs> it's weird. It's so weird that they're acknowledging humans. I know, yeah. Especially by having... No one asked for that. Guy. No one. And I don't know if that's just because in the comics, Black Bolt is in the Illuminati. Because that's what it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just but there's so many other things you could have done. You literally, you could have yeah. cast Namor. You could have put Namor, Namor yeah. in this. I think you you could have had... Too. You could have had Iron Man, played by maybe Tom Cruise, I'm just saying. Hey Big Sweaty Nerds, it's future Blake here editing the show. There's actually a 10 to 15 minute segment where Kyle and I yell at each other about Kyle's point here about Tom Cruise being in this movie, or not being in this movie really. And we kind of yell at each other and argue about it for way too long. So if there feels like there's a weird jump in conversation here, that's because there's about 10 to 15 minutes missing from it. Um, that segment will actually just be uploaded as its own mini-sode to the same feed, just so it's still out there and you can still listen to it, because I still think it's pretty funny. I think it's kind of fun listening to us yell about this for so long. But yeah, that's why there's just kind of that weird jump. So yeah, bye. Oh, what? We haven't mentioned Wanda being villain in this. Um, yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? 
fucking loved it though. Holy How did shit, they keep awesome. that a secret? I, I think I like. I kind of figured she would be, because like, they hadn't shown anyone. I was like, I bet this is going to be about her getting the kids back. Like, I just hmm. feel like she's going to be the villain. Not her husband though. And, that's crucial. For contractual <laughs> reasons, that's crucial. <laughs> Do you think she doesn't even mention him? He does not mention him. It's Except so that weird. one time where he's like, where she's like, yeah, Vision had his theories about alternate realities and shit like that. Yeah. That's it. That's one line. And I think it's because he's he's died twice at this point. She's like, whatever. Like she's like he's dead. He's <laughs> whatever. Gone. He's I'm a fucking right. calculator, isn't he? You just leave him out in the sun, and his solar panels will bring him back on. You know. <laughs> but I love the fact that she's the villain in this. Like it's it's so cool just to see her so powerful and just it go is. on a rampage across the multiverse, being like, "Give me my fucking kids." Everyone's like, "Oh shit." Yeah, and she's like, she's properly fucking scary as well. Mm-hmm. But, and, I, go ahead. I was going to say, like, like if we're talking about horror movie tropes, one of the things that horror movies love, especially Sam Raimi, is the monster girl. The idea of corrupting womanhood, and this is film theory bullshit that I love. Um, and it's something <laughs> that's big in horror movies especially. The idea of taking motherhood and womanhood, these ideas, and although these are ideas and themes that are played with in a negative way in a lot of horror movies like oh let's make the the slutty girl get killed and kind of use it as a form of slut shaming in this it's a form of let's take something that everyone can relate to which is motherhood being a mom or having a mom Mm -hmm. Uh, except for the students who don't have as a mother myself as a mother myself i know yeah you're like yeah i I, if someone my cat died i would kill a girl to save her yeah i would kill a strange girl from another reality yeah fuck her like i don't care (laughs) <laughs> and you the way they play with that but they also play with the trope of you know the survivor girl which is america chavez as she's the one running away from the serial killer trying to get I love that. yeah i think that's fun especially when sam raimi does it because it's cool because he makes her a bloody and he's cool and he's my friend he's cool and my friend yeah exactly and my uh, and, he, and he's my dad <laughs> he's my dad speaking of people that are cool and my friend and that Bruce Campbell's in this. He and, sure is, oh, isn't he? No one in the theater reacted to him showing up, and I was so yep. disappointed. But I also, when I saw this movie, like eight people were in the theater. Really? Um, I went. I went Friday at like noon. Huh. Like that, no, like ten a.m. Actually, it was pretty early. So I think everyone was just like, "What?" They were old, so I don't think they, they, they cared. <laughs> but they see it with like the comic nerds. But I was like, "Ah, it's Bruce Campbell, yeah!" And I love his little. Well, see that the end credits. That he awesome. sure does have That's very cool. fake sounding uh, punching sound effects, doesn't he? <laughs> they were very over but the I top. Assume, I assume Bruce Campbell in any movie he shows up in is a cartoon character, so it makes sense. He is a cartoon character, isn't he? He's... Uh, also, I, what I a like cruel his... fate for what for a relatively innocent man. <laughs> right. He I don't think anyone else in this movie is like is deliberately treated as cruelly by Doctor Strange. Because he's being robbed. Yeah, he's being robbed. And like, it's... I mean, yeah, he's trying to uphold capitalism, which is bad. Yeah. But he's just a small businessman. He's he's just a small businessman trying to make ends meet. It's not his fault that he's trapped in a system. Yeah. He doesn't have the luxury of America Chavez to just go to different universes where capitalism is is thoroughly dead and in the ground. And we can all live... (laughs) 
happy lives in, in the future utopia that that would bring. Where pizza is free. Where pizza is <laughs> free. And healthcare is free. But also, um, it's Bruce Campbell, so you, Sam Raimi has to find a way for him to hurt himself in the movies. Exactly. <laughs> I do love that. She's like, how long that spell can last? And Dr. Shane says, about three weeks. About three weeks. Three weeks? Like, how specific as well? Like, like why? Why would you need that? Like, like, like it's just. Man. I feel like you'd go mad. Yeah. And and you die of of thirst, and then starvation, and then just head trauma. (laughs) Or you know, in in that, but in some different order, perhaps like. I, as soon as soon as that happened and they walked away from him and he said about three weeks, I turned to Kaylee in the cinema and went, "That man's dead now. <laughs> that man definitely dies." <laughs> I like to think that spell wore off as soon as he left the dimension or the universe. So hopefully it's maybe over now. yeah. But it's for that guy's sake. But he was there for, <laughs> for you know hours. Days go by, and he's with my husband. He's hitting himself in the face. He can't stop. Yeah. Pizza Papa's going insane. Just oh god. Just balls of ice cream, but they're pizza. <laughs> Weird. Does that exist? No, that's not okay, like good. a thing as far as I know. Like I've never had. I, I just I I assumed that like there was a a chance what? it was a weird American thing. You know what? You you assume fat Americans just have to. Coagulate their food into a single source so they can gulp it down faster. Yeah. Huh? And then Americans just have fat, saturated foods full of corn syrup and fluoride to keep the frogs gay. Yeah. You think they're keeping the frogs gay? I, <laughs> I mean. You know what? You're the gay frog. Anyways, <laughs> um, let's talk about the music fight that was very weird. It was very weird. And, like, I, I for as weird as this all. movie is, it didn't fit this movie, did it? It's so weird. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, that's not how Doctor Strange powers work. He doesn't have to, like, draw from, like, a source of musical notes. Yeah, like, he saw those notes and was like, aha, finally, uh-huh. a weapon. In the same uh-huh. way that, like, in the same way that, that in a physical fight, um, you know, a, a non-powered character might, like, get, like, a shard of glass or a brick or something like that and go, aha. Yeah. I'll use this to defend myself. He was like, he's thank mean, fuck, musical notes, sheet music. Like, eat chord progression, fuck. <laughs> like, he doesn't... Like, and, he he, doesn't... and, like, that was really one of, those, one of those moments, and I think there's many in this, but, like, this especially was, I think, the epitome of it, of where, like, it really does take you out of this and make you realise that award-winning actor Benedict Cumberbatch is just going... It's just going, and just flicking his fingers at nothing. And then the movie is edited in around him. You know, I never realized that, but it's Benedict Cumberbatch, like you said, wiggling his fingers at another yeah. version of himself, wiggling his fingers back and I know this movie is all wiggly-woo finger gestures. Like, and... Because and, everything involving Doctor Strange and Wanda and other characters of similar nature is just that. A lot of their scenes are there. Wiggly yeah. woos. That's a term that Elizabeth Olsen uses. <laughs> yeah, so it's official. It's so it's canon. official, it's canon. Um, but I don't know, th- this was just one of those scenes that made me go, this isn't right. This and isn't so right. I had to step I... back and, and, and see if what it was just him doing that. Him just going, and gesturing Wiggly and woo. like flicking his fingers and 
like like aggressively getting snot off them or something like that. Let's just <laughs> pulling a face. It's just I don't know. Like I know these movies are dumb and whatever, and I know that like this is what Martin Scorsese means when he goes, "This isn't cinema." It's not oh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's not like fucking I don't know another good one. It's it's this. <laughs> I also love that you say that Zombie Steve, or this is according to Kaylee, says mm-hmm. friend of the show, friend of the show, Kaylee, girlfriend of the show, zombie, girlfriend of the show, fiance of the zombie. show. <laughs> you saved yourself there. I did, didn't uh, I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, good job. She won't listen to this, Steven. but I just felt like I needed to. Uh, zombie Steven looks like the show now. He, Zombie Steven looks like Dwight from The Office when he wore the CPR dummy's face. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't Which, get that reference, but I'm going to put it in anyway. That's pretty good. And I agree. I feel like I should look it up. That's pretty good. Um, which is tying into The Office. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. It's all connected, um, really, isn't it? It's all so, okay, so you mentioned Wanda. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> That's spot on. You mentioned Wanda's death in the 616 universe. Is she I dead? I did. Yeah. Like, like, or is she just like... I mean, she's uh, as dead I mean, as, as, as anyone now is but I don't when you have the is. option she of just, just going to literally any other universe and taking one of them or bringing them back through magic is. because they're magic or whatever or a clone <laughs> or time travel or whatever. I don't but, think she's dead. I think it's just she blew up the building. No, she's dead. dead. Like, no, they don't show her dead, so she's not dead. She sacrificed well, herself. The implication was that she died. The implication she blew up the building. They didn't show her die. She's like, I'm gonna blow up this building. Hmm. Like that's it. Does she I'm really not die? Like, no, she. They don't show like her body. Right? They just like she's like, I'm gonna blow up this building. Sorry about that, everyone. Try to murder a child hmm. for like a year. That <laughs> wasn't cool. I don't, I don't think watch. this took a year. <laughs> This took, like, a, this took like eight, like six hours. Like a week? <laughs> she mentioned 72 universes. Yeah, but like... She's... And she mentioned that she's eaten in most of them. So like, you know. I, I just like to Wait, think... No, 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 hang on, has she been chasing America like since America started um, multiverse traveling or since this movie started? Since... Uh, <laughs> this is an excellent question. I don't know. That yeah, shit. Maybe she has been. Yeah, maybe that's the reason. Like, wait. Well, let's think about. It. Okay, so. Okay, so the first of... jump when she like just sends her fucking her mothers to a different reality and then does not find <laughs> them. I that imagine that first is... one sort of sent a ripple through the the, the multiverse or whatever. Wait, yeah, wait a minute. But okay, I guess okay, for the okay. other, like, 72 universes, it's been Wanda. But, like, okay, let's th- let's just think real quick, right? WandaVision. The last time we saw Wanda was, like, February or March of 2021, right? Fuck, was it that long ago? Yeah, it was Has over it a year over ago. a year since WandaVision? Yeah. My God, where does the time go? <laughs> so it's been about a let's just say about a year since one right because they usually take place in relatively real time yeah 
So, it's been about a year for her. So, it's been no more than a year since she's been chasing this girl across the multiverse. Hmm. So, we just have to figure out, like, how many jumps per day, but she's also counting them. Like, is she counting every universe she's, like, dated a bit, or just every universe she's passed by? Because she's like, I've been to the paint universe. Fucking sucked. Yeah. So she was, like, how many... Ah, this When when she goes through, like, a bunch of them to get to one specific one, like... Like, they, they tumble through a load of them, as you see. But I assume that happens each time. Yeah, is she counting yeah. that? Like, is that, you know like, what? five or six in one go? Or is that or is that literally the universe she left and the universe she's now went into? Are they we're the only ones that count? The, begin- like the, the start and the end of the journey, you know? We're thinking about this far too much, I think. We are, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was like, wait, how, yeah. Yeah. But had, had maybe death in this movie. I assumed she died. Maybe that's yeah. why it didn't feel like a big deal, because she didn't actually die. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think she died. Yeah, I, don't I mean, she destroyed that, that temple with herself inside of it, but I, I suppose we have absolutely no reason to believe that would even cause her any She harm. has survived worse. She has survived worse. She even that version of her that's, that's, a, that's, that, that's, you know, just a regular mother... Survived that a lot worse. Okay. That, that poor woman, like, that. when she came she just, to in her body again, when she was, like, back in control, she must have been like, fuck. Also, in fact, she wasn't. She just goes, hop, and hops into the door. Also, Vision isn't in that universe, I guess. I don't know whether he was never in that universe or whether he just isn't anymore, like, whether it was similar yeah. circumstances of his death. Maybe he's just because, out. Because in that universe, he's buying milk. <laughs> In that universe, the, uh, comes home from, where's your mother? She, I don't know. We sang about ice cream and she laughed. Like, I don't know if she liked our ice cream. We did the ice cream song and she was so horrified that she just walked out the door. She was crying, saying something about how she misses us, but we've been here the whole time, Dad. It was weird. And then, and then just like a couple, just like a day or two later, she stumbles back into the house covered in blood and injuries and whatever and it's like she just had to heal from that and Um, her powers are not healing related as far as we're led to believe Yeah. although she can alter reality so I don't know I guess she can do whatever I would like to um because this universe contains the X-Men and the Fantastic Four is the implication I guess yep and I would not just the Fantastic Four the Future Foundation oh you're right because they have his kids yeah also, Doctor Strange mentions that they were big in the 60s. Doctor Strange like mentions he, what? He, he looks at Reed Richards and he's like, weren't you guys big in the 60s? Oh, yeah. God, I so, ignored that. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that he said I, that. I'd forgotten about that, which, that actually does that, mean a lot. That that actually does have consequence then. Because there was yeah, that whole idea that maybe they should set the Fantastic Four movies that happened in the MCU in the 60s. In the and, 60s, yeah. Or at least I that the characters that. started superheroing in the 60s. Yeah, which I love that idea. I, I yeah, it's a good idea. Um, so I'm like, I I really feel like they're going to keep it. Like, for the future of the MCU. I think they're going to keep John Like, I, I don't think they would cast him if they didn't intend on keeping him. Well, they cast Patrick Stewart. Well... 
I know it's not the same because John Krasinski has never yeah. been Reed Richards and Reed Richards Patrick Stewart probably. is one of only two people that has ever been Professor X. Yeah, him and the other guy. The other guy, James McAvoy. Yeah, I know. Who cares, though? <laughs> um, I don't know what to do with his weird bald head. Get out of here. <laughs> he, you know, have you seen The Bubble, by the way? The Bubble? Yeah, the Judd Apatow movie. No, I've never seen that. There's a very laborious scene involving James McAvoy, and they do reference Professor X and stuff, and it's... I feel like you should just watch it. It's just... Alright, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. It's not a great movie, but... And that scene especially is not good, but I feel like that's what is is important about me bringing yeah. that up, is that that scene particularly is bad. <laughs> but, um... I do... Anyway. I think they're going to keep John Kaminsky, though. I don't feel like they would cast him if they didn't intend on keeping him and make all these like little references and nods and stuff. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, it, I it, genuinely it just... think they could go either way, but I do agree with you that this does set some sort of precedent. Or it, def- it definitely leans into the idea that he's Mr. Fantastic in the yeah. MCU. In the 616 I'm universe. Sure the movie is still set for a 2024 release date. I mean, they just like, lost their director, didn't they? Yeah, but they can. Uh, this is Marvel. They can just. Yeah, I know they could they just get, get any me. old Joe Schmo, but like. I think the guy they could literally Peyton pluck Reed. any person from anywhere. Peyton Reed has for years said he wants to do Fantastic. And I was shocked when I heard that they got the guy to do Spider Man for it. Cause like, literally, Peyton Reed has been saying for years he wants to do this. Well, see, that that's what sort of bothers me, actually. Because yeah. Peyton like... Reed directs the Ant-Man movies, which are only fine. Yeah. And Tom Watts directs the Spider-Man movies, which are generally pretty good, even with yeah. Sony meddling interference. Mm-hmm. So imagine how good a Fantastic Four movie directed by him could be when you yes. don't need oh, to be I... beholden to the, to the dumbest fucking studio in Hollywood. <laughs> They are. <laughs> they are. Uh, like, you've got Disney, which is the greediest. You've got Warner I mean, Brothers, Warner... which is the most ignorant to to, um, to criminals. Warner Brothers. <laughs> or AT&T, Brothers... or whatever the fuck they're called now. Warner Brothers will make a bigger swing and a bigger mess. Like, they'll spend more money on a disaster. But Sony just does dumber shit. Like, they made a Morbius movie. They're making a, a, yeah. a Madame Web movie. And they lost like, money what? on Spider-Man movies. Or, like, they, they they fucked up Spider-Man twice. The most successful superhero. He's, like... The he's most more popular than all the others. Even oh, when what? you're not making any movies about him, he's more popular than all the others, and you fucked that up. Like... How many lunchboxes that guy sells? So like, many none, lunchboxes. No, nobody uses lunchboxes. More than all the I mean. Avengers put together. Probably, yeah. More no, but, actually, officially, like. No, I know. I'm trying. It's like military spending for the U.S. Even if you combine everybody else, we still get. We yeah. Still do more. He is. He's the U.S. military oh. of comic book characters. Just mostly, most of the time, he's not doing much, and he spends much on it. <laughs> Bloated <laughs> to fuck, like, in terms of budget. And like, he's probably a great character. And he's fun and all, and. You know, it's good, but like, there's probably other things that could be given the same attention as him that could also be big franchises and also beloved. 
But instead, mm-hmm. we spend all of our money and resources on that, and then complain when our country is falling apart and crippling itself with dumb political issues and ide- ideologies that are really detrimental and backwards thinking for what should be a future thinking and personal nation. Yeah, I hate when Spider-Man does that. Hey, I hate when Spider-Man bans abortion. <laughs> fucking Spider-Man, what's so he anyways, like? So anyways, what's he fucking like bombing Afghanistan? What a prick. <laughs> what's he like? What's he like creating super PACs and banning women's rights again? But we're going to talk about different issues again instead, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, back on tangent. Back on tangent. So yeah, um, I don't know what else I have to say. I mean, that's pretty much it for this movie. It's, it's the implications of this movie are interesting. They are, aren't it's, they? Even if they don't do anything with John Skandrisky as Mr. Fantastic, or Professor X, or Blackagar, Boltagar, or whatever. It's I want him back now. I, want, I genuinely kind of want him Shut to keep up. appearing. Shut up. He has no mouth. How would he do that? Not that one, obviously, but like... <laughs> that was... That was... <laughs> I didn't think they'd do head. that. He blew his fucking head off. He blew his own head off, and like his yeah. face when he realizes his mouth is gone, and therefore now he can't let the super powerful scream out of his own head. Would have like, gone out his nose. It could have gone out his <laughs> nose, and his nostrils would have ripped apart. Or his butt, you know. Or his butt, yeah. He could have farted. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Fuck. I I really enjoyed that. That bit for the some reason, scene. and I like how his his mouth was so smooth, like so smooth. I mean, it was stubbly, like but that, like it was still so smooth. You know, like I like that. Uh, Captain Carter's like, all right, um, run at her, I guess. Like yeah. <laughs> she has no plan. This what do you do? <laughs> this is <laughs> probably one of my biggest issues with this. <laughs> is that the Illuminati in this universe? Which, for, for all we know, is the premier superhero team in this this universe. Yeah, they beat Thanos, so... I mean, yeah, they beat, they're the ones that beat Thanos, so, like, if there are other bigger games in town, they are... They're, well, there probably isn't. I mean, yeah, they the X-Men and the Fantastic Four exist, but, like, these are the guys. These are the, the top dogs. And they don't give two shits when they are all <laughs> killed mercilessly. <laughs> they're, they're just but... brutally fucking murdered... It's in really front bad. of each other, and there yeah, is and oh wait, you're right. There's very little urgency in any of them. Yeah, they're not like no, Mister Fant. Yeah, yeah, not okay, not urgency. Urgency is not the thing, but like oh no, when they spaghettiify John Krasinski and then burst his head like a balloon, no one no, says anything. Not Jim. Not Jim from the office. What are we gonna tell Dwight? Maybe in this universe, you know how the Avengers, they're kind of like a family, you know, but the Illuminati, they're just co-workers. Okay, that's true, but, like, riddle me like, this. If, one of, my if, if your, one of your co-workers was literally fucking spaghettifying in front of you by a maniac... Yeah. Would your reaction... Would, would there be any sort of grief in uh, their death? Which co-worker are we talking about, Kyle? <laughs> I mean, literally any of them. Maybe, maybe nobody liked Reed Richard. Like, maybe he's the dick of the. Dick. I mean, he 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 is introduced <laughs> by other people as the smartest guy in the world, or whatever. So, like, like, I guess he makes a like, big deal of it. 
Yeah, also, like, Captain Carter makes her introduction by throwing something at someone. Yeah. Also, he's not the smartest guy in this fucking universe. Yeah, he is. He's not, because he's an Ooh. idiot. He, would just, he just sort of <laughs> stretched out a hand at this, at this person. And, like, I understand that maybe Wanda isn't very active in this universe, but she clearly yeah. has powers, and they seem to be... They seem to be under the impression that they could deal with the Scarlet Witch if it I came do love to that it. Professor X rolls into it and he's like, alright, I'm just gonna mind pilots this real quick. Should have been doing that the whole time. Yeah. Like you should have been like, oh yeah, you guys go to Shaka for a second while she's busy being blasted by Captain Marvel powers, I'll just you know, do a quick I'll do my thing. Multiple yeah, attacks on all fronts, you know, just But instead they're like, alright, one at a one at a time, everybody. One at a time. Yeah. Let's... I think, I think in a way, Black Bolt was their crutch. Because <laughs> so. everything important has been done by Black Bolt, to our knowledge in this universe. Yeah, you're right. He's first up. Like, hey, Black Bolt can he, kill you. He killed Doctor you Strange. He, killed Thanos? he probably <laughs> killed Thanos. I mean, I don't understand how Thanos could even could could do anything to that guy. Oh my, you know what, now that I'm thinking about it... Like, um, okay, Professor maybe X, he did have the reality stone, so he, he could have done the mouth thing too, but like... Here's here's what happened. They did exactly what they did in Infinity War. Cat, Professor X did what Mantis did. Mr. Fantastic held him back like the other guys yeah. did with his stretchy arms, and he just pulled off the glove, and then Black Bolt just stood there in the middle like, all right, hold him down for a second, and then, ah! And then, ah! <laughs> and blew a hole <laughs> through his center... And it's like, okay, we gotta get rid of Doctor Strange now for some reason. I mean, okay. you do see Thanos' corpse just sort of laying there like a fucking bearskin rug. You do. I, I don't, I didn't notice that. No, that's yeah. Yeah, before they killed Doctor Strange, like, you see, you see him, he's just there on the side. Yeah. In the background of that scene or whatever. So, like, the fact that he's not, the fact that he's still sort of in one piece tells me that maybe Black Bolt didn't do anything, but... But do we see his head? We do see his head. Do we see his nuts? No, but let's assume go. that... Well, okay, Screamed yeah, that's a good nuts. idea. Scream to the nuts. Did the Ant-Man <laughs> scream at his ass? <laughs> Maybe he did. That I could never expect someone to scream into his asshole. Who would? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who would? Why well, you know? <laughs> um, It's the last thing we'd all expect. <laughs> Someone's screaming into my asshole. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But, oh, um, God. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Just this, this team didn't care that they were all being murdered. Um, yeah. I, no one, I, no one I, felt I, like they were fighting for their life or definitely not the lives of the other teammates. Yeah. Like, there's not even, Captain like, Marvel. a oh shit moment, really, when Black Bolt is, is killed. Even though he's yeah. clearly the muscle of this <laughs> operation. <laughs> He's the Hulk. Like, they lose in Thor. Like, they're like, we lose yeah. in a... Yeah, like, it should have been like that bit when Thanos kicks the shit out of the Hulk very easily. There should have been in, like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> I, you know? I don't know why... I mean, this is just because superhero movies have to have the monologue and the dialogue. But they come up like, hey, just so you know, we can have this dude right here scream and kill you right here and right now. Yeah. She's like, oh... Oh, okay, so I'll just solve that problem. <laughs> like, if they hadn't said anything... It's a classic like, comic trope to be too heavy on dialogue. Like, Explanatory dialogue. If they just didn't say anything, 
<laughs> they were like, Wanda, stop. She's like, nah. I'm like, all right, Black Bolt. And she's like, what? And then he screams and she's done. Yeah. But they, I mean, then again, she, is- she lives in this universe. She's, she's not from a different universe. Well, all right, okay, no, she's not, actually. Yeah. Also, like, I guess everyone in this team has to be introduced for the thing they're best at. Because they're like, Black Bolt can scream and kill you. Mr. Fantastic. He can scream Spider-Man. right in your asshole. <laughs> scream right He'll do it. Ass. He killed his parents. He doesn't give a fuck. He screamed into their assholes. <laughs> Feels like small potatoes when you've murdered your parents, but... <laughs> or, or like, Captain Carter has to throw her shield and introduce... Like, everyone on this team just has to be introduced... By the uh, Professor X is, I think, introduced as the leader of the X Men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he it's has like a theme know. song playing. He has his own theme. He's playing a theme song through the speakers on his yeah. wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> he was. I would like to think he was. That was so good, by the way. Like even you know, bright yellow wheelchair. I don't care. X Men animated series theme. Love it. I don't care if it's fan service. I'm a fan. So exactly. I love to be serviced. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, anything else before we end this? Not end this, but move on to the next segment of our very long podcast today. Um, this is a very long podcast today. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, we, we already mentioned that the, there was no reason for any of these characters to be these characters. Yeah. You know, the cameos. Like... It didn't have to be Professor X. It could have been Namor. It didn't have to be yeah. Black Bolt. It could have been Black Iron Panther Man. Or some it, could, it could have been Black Panther. You know, it could have been. Yeah. It literally could not have mattered less. This actually would have been a good way to introduce whoever will be Black Panther in the next Black Panther. Yes. Film. Like, just yes, don't it mention would. that. But like, have Shuri or Mbatu or and or Michael B. Jordan, even if he's not in the next movie, just have him in here as Black Panther. That'd be yeah. cool. Um, I mean. I part of me thinks that maybe they didn't always plan to go with Black Bolt because why the fuck would you do that? Yeah. Like maybe they had lots of other ideas and they couldn't get the people in time. Like oh. Tom, Tom Cruise <laughs> didn't want to do a superhero thing because he's Tom Cruise. Michael B. Jordan was busy with Creed Three, you know, yeah. or Paul Bettany was too expensive. He's, he's busy at the... They, they, were, they were determined not to put him in this movie for any reason, so he couldn't be in this, in this <laughs> scene. Um, you know, anything. I don't know. I think he's... What's so, so they were I like, shit, alright, we'll, we'll get, we'll give Anson a call and see if he, see if he's still got the Who's left? <laughs> Who's left? Who's left? Ah, God, it's the Inhuman. We couldn't even get, can we get Iron Fist? Literally anyone I, else. Yeah, you could have had Iron Fist. <laughs> You could have had fucking Coulson. You could have had Coulson in this. He's perfect, because he also introduces himself as he comes out. I'm the Iron Fist! (laughs) He punches. Well, that would have been good. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Strange. I think it's just the... Yeah. I think it's because Black Bolt's in the Illuminati comics. But even... Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not a good enough Uh, reason. Anyway. However, I still enjoyed the cameo. I did sort of enjoy the cameos, and I'm. I, I it was fun to see them all brutally murdered because it didn't doesn't matter because we're never going to go back to this yeah. universe. That universe also, is fucked. Yeah, that universe is fucked. <laughs> I mean, like, because not only were they their best people, like they were the leaders of the their other relevant teams. 
The X-Men are now yeah. leaderless. The Fantastic Four are now sort of leaderless. I know they've got other people, but like, you know. Uh, Black Blue Bolt and the Inhumans. I mean, I doubt they were doing anything useful, but just in case, <laughs> they're, they're leaderless too. They're still lost in Hawaii. Yeah, they're still lost in Hawaii. Now Mordo's just fucking in charge of the... Uh... Oh yeah, he doesn't die. Dr. Yeah. Strange just shoved him into a hole. He's like, just stay here. Why? He does, yeah. He's just like, you can stay there, and he's like, I really. I'm beginning to see back. why the other me doesn't like you. Like, I really thought he would come back. Yeah. Because I'm like, he's not dead. I thought he would come back and like the third actor at the last minute to help save the day or something. Nope. And then he would have like, oh, I guess Doctor Strange isn't all that bad, but nah, he is still yeah. a dick. Is he gonna be the uh, villain in the third one? Because it like. He really it's should so have been the villain weird. in this. Yeah, it's so weird that he isn't. Like, because like, like we said in the in the beginning of this, so every character, every Doctor Strange character aside from Doctor Strange and Wong, has just been left languish in terms of public awareness. Yeah. Because they haven't been in anything for six years. And like, so why the fuck would anyone care about Mordo? Do you think? Do you think? They're just gonna forget about it. because, like, I'm worried that they are. Yeah, I'm worried they're just gonna do something else that's like really pivotal to the universes at large, but doesn't do anything with Mordo. Like they've done it before with some stuff at Marvel where they've just forgotten about some plot threads. Yeah, like like Justin I Hammer haven't... being alive. Justin Hammer being alive. Um, I don't know. Maybe he could come back way in the future because, like, like I. I feel like they could bring back... Like, they brought back the Mandarin from that movie no one liked. Even though I don't think it's that bad. Even though I think it's a fun movie. It's but, very good. I liked it, yeah, and I liked him in it. I don't care. And I liked him in Shang-Chi. Um, but... Yeah, I think they're just gonna forget about it. Because <laughs> it seems like the third movie's gonna be about Shirley's Theron thing. Yeah, and Dormammu. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you mentioned... Oh, also, him. yeah... Did you did you recognize that that was Charlize Theron? I did. I recognized her. I had no fucking idea. I knew it was her because I different hair, old. you know. <laughs> different hair, but I always think about Charlize Theron. <laughs> so she's constantly. <laughs> she's constantly on your mind. <laughs> it's very true. That's why I recognized Anson Mint. Yeah, yeah. He's always on your mind. He's always on my mind. But like, what a also I do love the. the fake out ending of him growing the third eye very Sam Raimi love it um he just has that now he just has that now he has the third eye but and I feel like he's gonna he's gonna you know bump into other MCU characters other like Avengers maybe and he's just gonna have the third eye and stuff and I know it doesn't have to always be open but like there might be an element of like shit why do you have a third eye or whatever and they're not going to know why I, that's important or bad. I'm just going to... You know what? If I worked with Doctor Strange, if I was his co-worker and he came to work one day to help save the world, I'd be like, yeah, he has a third eye now, I guess. <laughs> He's fine. He just wants to do some wiggly woos. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, is there something off about Steven? He's been looking also, at me like, funny. Most of the original Avengers are either dead or no longer in the team really anymore. So, like, yeah. if some of the new or young Avengers hear about him, 
and they meet him in person, like, oh, that's why they call you Doctor Strange. Yeah. Because you got three eyes. He's like, that's not why they call me that at all. Because my last name is Strange, which is even stranger than my third eye. Yeah. Did you find it odd whenever they said something along the lines of, we need to save America? (laughs) I did. Yeah, I I did, but also... Why is her name there? Uh, I've met people named America. Wait, what? Yeah, I've met people with that name. Really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm serious. There's no way you met people I called America. I swear in middle school I knew named America. Which state was this in? Uh, that this matters. Was... <laughs> this was in the, uh, Nevada. Okay. Is that typically one of the crazy ones? I mean... <laughs> maybe, I mean, it could be probably she was Spanish. So maybe it's coming among, like, Hispanic cultures or something. I don't know, I'm only guessing that because America Chavez is Hispanic and this girl I knew was Mexican. So, huh. maybe, maybe it's just that. Maybe it's a common Hispanic name. Absolutely wild. I genuinely... Because, <laughs> like, Cause, like this, is, this is one of the few... All right, I, that, that, I'm going to take that back, actually. This is one of the comic book characters that I do not know really anything about. Yeah. Like... I know, I, I, I know that it. she's in the comics, and I know that she's probably in some kind of Young Avengers type situation. Yeah, that's it. That's all I know about. Do her. you think they're like, okay, we're making a Young Avengers team in the movie? We need at least one character named America. We had Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I when I first heard of it, I assumed she was a, a Captain America legacy character because her name is literally America. Makes sense to me. But, you know, as, as, as I found out a little bit more about her, that she has the power to go between universes, and then I saw this movie and she has the power, or whatever, to, you know, that she's literally from a different universe initially, not this one. I'm like, okay, her name's America because she's not from our universe. <laughs> of course yeah. not. The same reason no. Dormammu is called Dormammu and not Derek. Or something like that. Because he's literally from another universe. Not just another city, or another state, or another country. A different universe. Where they don't have to pay for food and capitalism's dead. A utopia, if you ask me. So, so America is, at the very least, not a weird thing to call your child. Maybe not even a country in that universe. Which I think makes it quite appropriate to call your child there. When it's not a country. You think they have countries like Brittany? Or, oh no, it's the country of John. Yeah. (laughs) The United States of John. Like, it... (laughs) That would be weird. Like, whenever you met someone called John and there was a United States of John also that they probably live in, it's weird. So yeah, I I genuinely put it down to the fact that she's from a different universe, so the names are different there. You know, her two mothers might have been called fucking, you know, Ireland and um, Ireland and Brazil. 
That could have been her parents' names, you know? It could have been. It could have been. Because who, who's to say that it, that it shouldn't be, you know? Yeah. But... I think it's, it's so you've really taken couple. me aback with this. I was going to say, this is Marvel's first gay couple, but it's not. It's not. It's Eternals uh, was. Yeah. I guess I also heard this movie got banned in some countries. Good. Yeah. Yeah, they stuck to the guns, but didn't they? Know. They didn't want to remove the scene. Yeah. But also, like, it's a corporation. So yeah. Um, I guess, do you want to move on to watch this or else? I think... All right, okay. So it's... Yes. It is a corporation, and we should not celebrate and stuff like that when they show a bit of basic decency and, you know, some kind of positivity towards human rights. But, like... The, and obviously they're... Um, they're they looked at the spreadsheets and went, it's fine, actually. We'll probably make more said, money this way. The pe- yeah. You know, the, the people we'll lose in the gay community, uh, you know, not seeing this movie, outweighs the people that would probably see this movie in whatever country that banned it. And if so you that, lose the gay community for the Marvel movie, you're done. You're done. You're done. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason anyone likes uh, the Winter Soldier. Gay energy, you know? Just Gay energy, yeah. It's because of that gay... Or just Captain Thor's America. officially a lesbian, like... <laughs> he just is. He's not even a woman, but, like, he's a lesbian. That's just... If you ask anyone in the gay community that likes MCU movies, you, and then you say, is Thor a lesbian? They go, yeah. I promise you. It's canon. This has happened in real life to me. Like, this has come up. Thor is a lesbian. God, I love it. And it's not that there's anything in the actual movies or even the source material that kind of explicitly or even implicitly says that. He just is. He's a les. It's more about a vibe, you know? He's got that vibe, yeah. He's got that vibe. So, yeah, they looked at the spreadsheets. They were like, we'll lose less money by doing this. So it's, we can be cynical on it all we want, but at the very least, the thing they did to lose the least money was the right choice morally, mm-hmm. and not the wrong choice morally. So <sighs> small victory here. So hey, one step forward, two steps back, or, or two steps, whatever. Some amount of steps forward and some steps back, but that's okay. 50 steps forward, 49 steps back. back. Still Still moving forward, just not as quickly as we'd like. Still a step of a thousand steps. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for our award-pending segment in this what will be two-hour episode of the Back on There's just so much to talk about this one, too. There is. There's so many multiverses. Mm Mm-hmm. In one reality, this this episode might be a tolerable length, <laughs> but not in uh, this one. So anyway, explain to the dear listeners what the uh, what what our, our, our new so, uh, what this segment is about. So uh, Kyle and I go. We'll go thirty seconds, two times each, back and forth, trying to decide which thing we are trying to get the audience to watch or else. So he'll recommend a thing. I recommend a thing. Thirty seconds. Then we go again, 30 seconds. And we're trying to get you to watch our thing into or else the other thing. 
normally it's movies and shows, but sometimes it's anything else. Sometimes it's books, cares. comic books, songs, albums, experiences. Uh, geese. We've done geese. We've done geese. We've done geese. That's a thing. Um, or we can get you to tell you to avoid, aka or else something. Mm-hmm. So that's just when we decide we hate a thing so much that we want to yell about it. We've got to make you avoid it. We've got to convince you of our hatred for it. And that you should also share that hatred. So, do you want to go first this week, Kyle? Um, Because I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking around my room. Alright, cool. I'll go first. I've got something. Okay, I want to talk about Moon Knight. I understand that there's probably no one that has made it this far into this fucking podcast that hasn't watched Moon Knight. But strangely enough, the person, one of the people in this podcast has not watched Moon Knight. (laughs) So there's a chance, isn't there? Anything could happen in any universe. Moon Knight's really good. It's probably my favorite of the Disney Plus shows. Yeah. It's so strong, so character-driven. I love to see it. Anyway... That's my 30 seconds. Alright, uh... Oh, now for the 30 seconds on the clock thing, I still don't know what I'm going to do, but I am going to start. And doubling down on geese. To hope for the best, I'm not diddly-daddling, I don't know, and let's talk, uh... Have you had a nice uh... sandwich recently? <laughs> Have you had... Okay, I got to me, okay, and go. Okay. So I want to talk about uh, avoiding the internet for a little bit and things like that. So recently, as of late, there's been some stuff happening in the real world in America that I'm just not a fan of and I don't like it. It depresses me to think about it. It's really sad and disheartening. So I decided, you know what, I'm just kind of kind of avoid YouTube and the TikToks and the things like that in the news. Because it's just, it's, it's filled with everything I don't want to look at and be reminded of, even though I know it's currently happening. So... Yeah, avoiding the internet sometimes. Pretty good. I feel great. I'm gonna run a marathon. The internet. Nice. <laughs> I still miss flash games though, so I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're or elseing the internet. The internet. The inter- just avoid the, the, the yeah. <laughs> There's never any logic to when. One of us wants you to watch a thing, or, and the other wants you to or else a thing. Or else a thing. Because <laughs> then it's just like, just do that. <laughs> There's no contest in this, and I know that. <laughs> I know. There's a flaw in this system. <laughs> I know, and that's what makes it great, though. It does. Okay. Well, this should be an easy battle. You basically have to tell people go use the internet. Okay. <laughs> So, here I go. Three, two, one. So, aside from using the internet to watch Moon Knight on Disney+, Plus, where it lives, mm-hmm. um, you should avoid the internet. I think it's a fucking shithole. I think, I think it's a terrible place filled with terrible people that are just allowed to do terrible things without any consequences. But, you know what's good, though? Moon Knight. Pretty good. I mean, he does some terrible things, too, but, like, it's fine, because he's fictional. It doesn't affect yeah. you. I said it, it doesn't affect you. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, jeez. No, okay, yeah, I'm done. 
Alright, uh, so I basically tell people don't watch Midnight. Okay, um... How do I do this? Because uh, I want to watch Moon Knight, so... I mean, I, you know I, what, did, I did say avoid the internet and watch Moon Knight, so like, maybe I should have... Yeah, so... I don't know. So you know what I'm going to do? Three, two, one. So I'm going to agree with Kyle here and just say, yeah, do both, actually, because they're both pretty good. I think most of the internet, most of the time, is pretty good, but sometimes it can be bad, and especially when you're trying to avoid the current events of the world, and that just makes you sad. So, But you can enjoy things like Moon Knight, which is a pretty good show that... You know, it's on the internet, but, like, that's just a function of distribution, not necessarily it existing on the internet. If they could put it out on DVD and the TV normal stuff, still say watch it, because I think it's pretty good. I think it sounds like it's going to be a pretty good show. It's one of my favorite characters in comics, and mm -hmm. Oscar Isaac. He's handsome. <laughs> so handsome. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad that we... Uh. Glad that we so got to the bottom of that. I, I like that we've come together on this issue. We sure have. So, we argue so much on this podcast. We, did, we, we went for 20, like, probably 20 <laughs> minutes there on Tom Cruise playing Iron Man in this movie. Yeah, and I'm glad I won that argument. Because I mean, you did not. No, it's worth it. But you know what? I've <laughs> just looked at, back at the notes and I've remembered a thing. What? The Kiff from Futurama thing. I said. Yes. Okay. I, I said yes. the the Benedict Cumberbatch looks like Kiff from Futurama, and he's not the only person in this movie. I would say that about. Who else? So. Specific. We're back in spoilers for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, back to spoilers. Patrick Stewart goes into Wanda's mind. <laughs> what? <are you> <laughs> Are you laughing because you know exactly what I'm going to say and you agree with me, or are you laughing because that's absurd? No, I agree with you. When he goes into her mind, and you see him sort of from a side-on angle, his head... His head is the shape of Kif's head from Futurama, the green fella. Oh my god, you're right. And like, I don't know if it's always looked like that, I assume I'd have noticed if it did. I've seen him from the side on before, I would assume. He was in all those other X-Men movies. But maybe it's just the way he has aged. Like he's sort of, you know, you, you know, your skin tightens and whatever, you get sort of, you know. He, he just looks like Kiff from Future Art. I, I don't know what else to oh. say. That's, it's not an insult. He's, you know, he's more handsome than I am. But like... Just... I saw that in the cinema against that white canvas background and went and leant over to Kaylee and said, that's Kiff from Futurama. His head looks like Kiff from Futurama. That's all I've got to say. End of the episode. Oh, God. Ooh. That's pretty good. Um, so if you want to contact us and tell us more about who looks like Kiff in this movie... Uh <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be at least one more. There's gotta be one more. There's at least three, I would say. Uh, you could Gmail. Really? <laughs> did you say that with someone particularly in mind, or did you just? No. Uh, okay. Yes. What? Yes. Yes. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> you can Gmail us at uh, backontangentpod at gmail dot com. Um, we also have a, a a Twitter that's the same thing. So just Twitter us back on tangent pod 
There's no pod on the end. There's no pod on the end. There is no pod at the end. On my mistake. Sorry. Um, we should have put pod on the end. There's still time. I, look, we can still do it, and I'll probably change it. Uh, oh, if you want to support, if you want to send us a message on the Elon Musk app, that's where you can do that. Yeah. Uh, God, that uh, fucking yeah. happened, didn't it? Yeah, remember that? That was that's mad. That's weird. Yo. Why did that happen? That's, this is weird. It's more than that. She's like, all right, fine, sure. I mean, Bye, Twitter. But what do I know? Exactly. What do you know? Uh, I know it's about time to end this podcast. So thank you, everyone, for Good listening. <laughs> I was going to say that, too. <laughs> uh, I think thank you, everybody. I'll probably cut out all that crap. But thank you, everybody, for just being Just yourself. for being a friend. They're not my friends. Oh. <laughs> no Can one. they be mine? It's up to you, man. You don't have to ask me permission for okay, your Okay, you can all come to my wedding. How about that? Awesome. Just make sure to post the location and information publicly. Will do. <laughs> Will do. All right. Uh, bye? Goodbye, man.